0: You are listening to The Techie Leadership Show with Bogdan and Andrei.
1: Hello and welcome to The Techie Leadership Show. Today with us, we have Nedialko Milenkov coming again on our show for a bonus episode. He talked a lot about leadership and he shared amazing tips. You can see them in show 86. If you go to our website on techleage.com, you can check them out and see exactly how uh, Nedialko suggests you should lead a successful team, and he has built a really successful company. But today, Ned is here with us to talk about self-hosted. That's one of his biggest passions, and what is self-hosting? Why you should do it? Is it hard or is it easy to do? Uh, and After we have like a brief conversation about it, I got uh, a little passion for it. (laughs) (laughs) and uh, Yeah, I think this is something, especially if you're involved in tech, it's something you should consider. And it's, it's a nice side project. And it's good for the whole family, not just for you and for your friends also. So welcome, (laughs) Nedialko.
2: Thank you guys. It's, uh, it's good to be back. It's good to be back on your show. <clears throat> uh, it's a so... pleasure
0: having you. It's a pleasure having you. And also as a small uh, note to the listeners, since this is a foreign format for them, uh, we will touch on the main uh, main uh, subject of uh, self-hosting and some highlights. And uh, Nidalko will share with us uh, why he chose uh, this subject, what he likes about it, just the general picture. And we will also come back with a couple of more episodes where we will go more in depth
1: that is if you send us mails or messages that you like the subject and you want to find out more and i'm sure after you listen to net you're going to get a little passion for it also
2: <laughs> yeah i hope i uh, get you excited guys <clears throat> <'Cause>, uh, yeah. <laughs> so
1: what's because yeah so what self-hosted it's a broad term uh, I started yeah. a little at the beginning before you, you start saying like what it is and I say like, oh my God, that's brilliant.
2: <laughs> yeah, so um, the short answer is uh, to host, uh, you know, to host ourself uh, on our server alternative to Gmail, to Google Drive, to Dropbox, to Google Sheets, and etc. right? This is to have an alternative software that you host, you own, you own your data. The long answer is that uh, it's a journey. (laughs) So uh, self-hosted, it's a journey. Uh, People usually start with hosting one service and then they like it and then they're going all in. And uh, I like to say that, you know, uh, self-hosted is like sex. You don't know what you're missing until you (laughs) try it. (laughs) so
1: So what was your first service that your cell
2: phone i mean it was a web server right like uh 20 years ago uh i i hosted my own web server on my own uh hardware uh and uh, but back then it it wasn 't called self hosted it was just like uh, web hosting <laughs> uh, but I think that uh, you know it 's an interesting um, it 's an interesting transition uh, right now. everything that we do is online, and the software that we do is 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 mostly on the cloud so like fifteen years ago, when I opened my my computer, I had a mail client. I had a chat client. Uh, I had a, a, a Word, an Office, uh, Office client, Excel, and etc. I had a Photoshop. I have uh, coding IDEs, and and so on. Uh, right now, you know, I look at my taskbar, and I see Chrome, I see Safari, <laughs> I see Firefox, and occasionally I see one or two standalone apps, and. Uh, you know 80% of what I do is, uh, is, is on the web at the moment and, and, and is using some web applications which is really convenient you can access these applications everywhere so I don't have to install a mail client I just open gmail and boom I'm I have all my mail you know gigabytes of of emails of data accessible I write uh, dropbox.com I have all my files there uh, I, I, I want to share something, you know, I just uh, share you a link and then we can collaborate. Uh, all my contacts, all my calendar events, they're synced in the cloud. So if I lose my phone or something happens to it, everything's backed up. So it's really convenient, right? And, and it's no surprise people love it so much and, and people like to use these services so much. Uh, but, you know, the harsh truth is that the cloud is nothing fancy, it's just someone else's computer, right? <laughs> I mean, we, we tend to think about the cloud. Yeah, so it's, it's like something mythical, you know, put it on the cloud, you know, and, and, and people don't realize that it's actually a computer somewhere. Yes, it could be a very sophisticated data center or a data farm and, and so on, but essentially it is a computer, it's somewhere, it is storing your data somewhere. It's not a magical place. It is storing your bits and bytes of your personal data on someone else's hardware. Yeah, so right, um, yeah, yeah. And um, this is a short explanation of you know, um, what's the current status of, uh, of the software as a service. Right. So you basically you either pay a monthly fee to access that functionality like Dropbox or Gmail if you want to upgrade your storage uh, or you pay the cost of ads like Facebook, for example, or or Twitter or Viber. You know, you you Mm -hmm. want a chat client. You pay the Mm -hmm. cost of looking at ads. Of uh, you know companies scraping your personal data to uh, create a profile of yours and, and show you and show you ads. Uh, if you know, if you think about it, if you stop your internet, just you know, I know it's a scary thought, but just no, <laughs> just just stop your internet for a moment and see how many of your apps will continue to work. You know i'm willing nice. to bet it will be less than 10 percent <laughs> even the games even the newest games force you to be online in order to play single player which oh, yeah. is ridiculous in my opinion but i'm not going to touch this because right now we're talking about self hosted so what is self-hosted?
1: yes
2: yeah,
0: what self-hosted
2: yeah
0: just a second we're having some connectivity to you just a second okay let me check now it's still red <laughs> it's funny enough we, we chose <laughs> yeah. the time for the, the big question what's the <laughs> and you broke apart <laughs> yeah. no it's the, the last uh, thing that was heard same. was uh,
1: so just saying it's it's frozen again. It froze again it's froze again
2: uh the internet is not happy for us discussing hosting
0: yeah uh, we already got picked up by the listening algorithms you <laughs> bastards you will not yeah. let these secrets slide mm-hmm. i think it's okay now uh, yeah, it should be. <laughs> so i'll uh, okay. ask again and you can you can answer
1: take a take a break before so i can cut it <laughs>
0: So what is self-hosted?
2: Yeah, so self-hosted is basically liberating your data, ensuring that your data stays on your machine. You have your full control of your data and you're not dependent of other services. This is very philosophical. So let me give you an example, right? So, uh, you rent a flat or a house it doesn't matter okay. and all of the stuff in, in 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 that house or flat they're not yours you're just renting them you know starting from the refrigerator all the appliances uh, but even all the things that you buy for example all the books that you have bought all the DVDs or movies or uh, laptops etc everything that you buy and put put in that flat, it's not yours. Uh, so now imagine yeah. Yeah. that you're, yeah. And, and imagine that your landlord at any time can give you one month notice and you need to leave the house and you cannot take any of the, of the items in, uh, in that house, you can copy your data. I mean, you can uh, buy the same books, uh, you can buy the same stuff, but you cannot take them with you. Uh, so, you know, now imagine living like this for the less th- uh, for, for the rest of your life. You know, you are basically a hostage of uh, of the landlord, and it's yeah. a similar thing with the, the internet more services. The, end, the less likely you're going to live. Exactly, exactly. And you're at the, at, at the mercenary of, 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 that, of that provider because even if the service is good, at some point, you know, because, for example, I have photos. I know that people don't usually talk about 20 or 30 years the future, but uh, I look at my uh, grandparent's photos, and they're there. They're on paper. They're in their album, you know? I know that they're preserved. But what about my photos? If, if my photos are on Google Photos, for example, I cannot be sure that this service will exist in 30 years' time. No? It will
1: exist if you pay. I just read recently they're, they're changing their policy. If you want to host your photos, no more. I don't know I was like a terabyte or something like that. No, no, no more. No, yes. I don't know how much it was, but now you have to pay for it. No more. Yeah, pay. you have
2: to pay for it. They changed it. And they can change it again they can say it's not profitable and google for example they did it for a lot of services they can say it's not profitable for us anymore so you need to migrate right i'm not talking about the next five years because right now google is hot right amazon is hot apple is hot but i remember the time when yahoo was hot oh yeah (laughs) right now, you know, I'm hoping that they just don't stop, you, uh, stop their email service because a lot of people <laughs> will, will suffer the consequences. So it's just, it's just an example that you know, uh, we should value our data and we should store our data and we should ensure that our data will be accessible you know, for the times to come. And uh, you know, relying on third party services that are closed source you don't have access to the source. You don't. You 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 cannot install them on your hardware. You know. Uh, you cannot ensure that these services will will exist. Um, and uh, basically, self-hosted is an alternative. And because it's a really scary talk guys. You know. To to be fair, um, I would be very upset if uh, there weren't any alternatives if, you know, I was a hostage to uh, these uh, IT services. Um, and luckily, you know, there is an alternative. And um, the alternative is to start using self-hosted solutions. And- Isn't that
1: complicated?
2: Yeah, I mean, at the beginning, I was thinking the same. Well, it should be complicated, right? Because you know, I cannot be a match for Google's engineering force. Mm-hmm. I cannot be match for Apple's, you know, um, uh, server farms and, and backups and etc. But uh, it turns out that you know the technology is advancing and it's getting better and better and better. And installing uh, installing uh, servers and, and 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 server software is getting more easier than ever and now i'm not saying that uh, everyone can you know get into the self-hosted journey without any uh technical experience but for the most uh, you know techie guys that have some technical knowledge or are developers qas or have some technical experience um it should be um straightforward for them to enter that area it's like uh, diy right i mean you, you can consider it as your own project and you start getting the, the skills and it? you get yeah. better
0: is it more difficult than let's say installing a new os on a new computer
2: um it's it's a little bit more difficult so i can okay. um, I, I can tell you how I do it and what are my, because self-hosted, it's, uh, there's no standard, you know? Uh, it's, I think it's just beginning to get traction. And, you know, right now it's uh, like on the inflection point when it's people start to uh, realize that they're becoming hostages of uh, big IT companies. And, uh, you know, don't get me wrong. It's not that uh, I have something to hide. Uh, with my on my photos or in my emails and etc. I just don't want to be held hostage by another company. And uh, it's very liberating to know that uh, all the data you have, uh, you're responsible for it. You take care for it and you can archive it and you can keep it for generations to come if you, I, if you uh, like to.
0: I look at it this way because I had this conversation not about self-hosting, but about privacy and the right of government to check up on stuff and should they issue a warrant and blah 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 and stuff like that. I think two years ago, and somebody told me exactly the same things. Like, uh, uh, if you have nothing to hide, why why does it bother you? <laughs> and I thought for a moment, and I turned back to them and I told them, Listen, why are you wearing clothes in summer? If you have nothing to hide, why bother? Because it's hot it will probably be way more cool and more comfortable not wearing them yeah but that's different how is that different exactly it's a a good example you have a right to privacy doesn't mean you're
2: hiding something
0: it's your right it's your privacy
2: exactly i mean many people emphasize that if you want privacy you should consider you know self-hosted solutions yes that's true but my Uh, take about it, my add-on is if you want to ensure your data uh, to be archived and to be consistent and to be accessible in the future, then you can also use self-hosted because you're not reliant on on other solutions. So for me, it's actually more important that the data will will be accessible in 10, 20 years time, right? Because I mean, Gmail could say uh, Google Docs, google could say google docs is you know not relevant to us anymore so we're closing the service so what are you going to do you're going to export all your excel sheets or your documents and then you're going to sure. store them somewhere the rest <laughs> of
1: the people <laughs> yeah 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 those servers for sure they're going to work yeah but yeah. uh, what, yeah. what, what's really interesting is like it, you're absolutely right it's not about the privacy part because if you, if you access your data through an open network, data will leak out. Uh, you could try encrypting it, but that just makes it every, everything more complicated uh, probably and more expensive computationally, but it still leaks out. But the idea that you know that your data is safe and you have backups uh, of it and you will have access to it and if you have one terabyte of photos someplace, I, I, I don't know if you can even export those from, from the cloud service. How do, you take you ages. Yeah, mm-hmm. how do you download a terabyte? Yeah, how do you download a terabyte? If you upload, it's really good because you upload like a couple of photos a day or let's say a, a gigabyte or 10 gigabytes a month. But in a couple of years, there's no way you're
0: getting all those photos (laughs) downloaded. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, So that's you have to really plan ahead, two years ahead. Okay, guys. So we're gonna go off the grid. We have 24 (laughs) months. Uh, Start Ned. You go to the photos, two terabytes. Make sure count every one of them, Andrei. I want you to to export all the. Uh, the xml's and spreadsheets but 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 lockdown. no buts you have to do that no <laughs> but
1: you have to verify them that you don't it doesn't get corrupted when you download it uh, probably cannot do a whole dump of it anything you can do it's probably going to be archived until they do the whole archiving and then if something happens, you are downloading and they delete the archive. At 99%, again.
2: yes, something, 99% so
1: corrupted. something went wrong. Good luck, I keep, mean, us, keep paying us.
2: You know, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the good option. Uh, you are really at the mercy at, at the provider because the provider could say, and this already happened. It's not like, it's not an imaginary case. The provider could say, you don't have access to your account. Right. I mean, yeah. uh, legally, you don't have access for the following reasons. You could be, uh, for, for, for example, China can decide to block a website or a service. The U.S. government could say from now on, Google will not serve EU customers. They could do it. I mean, they've done it with, uh, with Huawei. Right. So they, if, if they want to, they can do it with, with uh, anyone else. Yeah. And uh, you know a lot of um, a lot of companies right now because of regulations, they are obligated to have data centers in uh, in US, but also in Europe. If they want to host in, if they want to have services in Russia, they need to have data centers in Russia. If they want to host services in China, they want they are obligated to have data servers in China. You know, previously everything was hosted in US. So, um, but people don't think about it because it's transparent for, for them. When you type facebook.com, you are you know, connected to the nearest server. Uh, it might be in Europe, it might be in the US, might be somewhere else, but it's tr- transparent for you. Uh, although there are different physical servers and your data is actually stored on different physical locations with different laws, So uh, what we're discussing at the moment is a good scenario when you have an option to export your data, but, but there could be you know, uh, a, a scenario where the company goes busted and I personally change three or four note-taking uh, softwares, softwares for note-taking, because they got busted and I had to you know, to export my data, to transfer more, uh, my notes four times, you know, in, in the last 15 years, so which 40. yeah, which, which is a hassle, you know. And um, it's, um, when you start thinking about it, you know, you say, I want to buy a house. I want to buy a, a, a car, right? Uh, when I pay the mortgage, I know that this is my house, right? I want to do whatever I like with it why shouldn't it be the same with our data because <clears throat> our digital life our digital foot, footprint is getting more important every day and and we're actually careless about it i mean we put locks physical locks on our doors but somehow you know we're okay for our data to be scattered and you know accessible publicly you know our photos accessible publicly our you know, Video accessible for for everyone. Um, YouTube, for example. Uh, by the way, uh, today Google had an outage. I, yeah, didn't, I, know. I don't know <laughs> if you noticed, but <laughs> oh, Gmail noticed. stopped working. YouTube stopped working. Google checked, Google Docs, Google, Google Drive, everything.
0: YouTube everything. Thanks Google God, the search was working. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, because the Google Enterprise, Google Apps also, G Suite stopped working as well. So, and I was like, wow, this is a rare case when Google services are not working and my self-hosted solutions are actually working. So I had email, I had calendar, I had my own uh, peer tube, which is the YouTube alternative. So everything was working. Uh, and uh, it, it's just an example that uh, Google and other big companies, they're not so, some magical unicorns that are, will have not 100% uptime and that they will guarantee their services will last forever. It's a company, mm-hmm. it could go busted or their, their business plan might change. Uh, and, and we've seen it through, through the years, like uh, Google Plus, you could invest a lot of time with Google Plus, which was the Facebook alternative, but then they shut it down. Uh, and there were other projects from Google, and not only from Google, from other big companies that, you know, you start investing in them, you start putting your data your data in that project, and at some point it, got, it gets busted, and uh, you need to transfer your data somewhere else. So- and
0: for the younger audience, uh, some examples might include Vine, which was hugely popular, and it disappeared. Uh, a present-day alternative is uh, the Chinese app. I, don't know, I forgot the name. TikTok, uh, maybe. What's the name? TikTok? TikTok. TikTok, oh. which uh, is one foot out the door, depending on where you live yeah. geographically mm-hmm. on the planet, and plenty of other examples. For our older audience, some of you might remember having a Hotmail account. And oh, where yeah. is that now? Yeah?
2: Exactly.
0: Yeah, but exactly. I know somebody who, when we were in primary school, he had a hotmail ma- hot account and he said, You know, I wish mm-hmm. I could log into that. I have nothing important, but it, it, they were my first thoughts put in written form, you know, and exchanging uh, his first email. Yeah, emails with uh, mm-hmm. girls, friends, stuff like that. And he thinks about them fondly and says, it You know, fun they're, they're, they're worthless to everybody else except me.
2: Yeah, and uh, and he cannot access them right now.
0: Yeah, of, it's, of
2: course he uh, can't. Doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Google Google recently rolled out. It's so good example for this uh, for this episode. It's it's like the universe is talking to us. The Google outage today, the new terms of service for Google. There's all examples of why people should start <laughs> considering. I'm just saying, consider it uh, yeah. self-hosted. You know. Uh, Google just wrote out their new terms. And basically, if you're not using their services at least once in two years, they can delete your account. Or if you are exceeding your quota, uh, they could delete your account in two years of inactivity, right? So uh, imagine if something happens and you don't have access to your email in, in two years' time. I mean, everything could happen, right? So imagine if you don't have access, they will delete your account and everything you know, associated to it. Uh, so this goes just
1: like if something goes bad like that, like happenstance, like it just happens, it's bad luck. But there is also ill will. Um, it might be like a rise of digital terrorism and they could run all kinds of scripts, get hired that the company, get access, and run all kinds of scripts that just just starts deleting data from their data servers
0: not everything, not everything. small bits, so not as to not draw attention but produce massive amounts of damage yeah could, so, yeah, uh, could be
2: worse it's uh, centralized yeah right this, i mean this,
0: they're not this till now we've we've been speaking in what ifs and stuff that might happen but i'll share you a better one um, a lot of people don't read the terms and agreements and i'll admit i uh, most of the times i don't go through them through all of them but i have spent some time reading uh, terms and agreements for different services and i remember reading on uh, on the google terms uh, and services a couple of years ago because i heard something that freaked me out somebody told me listen never send any proprietary information through uh, gmail for google email and i said why it says, by the terms and agreements that you agree to, uh, you license uh, the use of anything you send through their, uh, through their email. I said, wait, 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 wait. So if I'm a pharmaceutical company and I'm sending to you a concrete uh, vaccine recipe for, uh, I don't know, curing diabetes or curing COVID-19 or whatever it is, if they know that I did that, they can use it and pay me nothing? He said, yeah. So just by using no, the, the, the service, scary, yeah. You license, yeah, you license them. I think they justified it to something with, uh, after the 2001 attacks and the ter- new terrorism laws and homeland laws and so stuff Nobody
1: sent like something so important. like uh, Like if the Harry Potter books were written in Google Docs and yeah. they became so popular. They Google could publish like, them. We're also publishing a version of them and we're not paying
2: anything. Look, I, I think that uh, it's enough to say, yes, of course, this is, there is a GDPR and, and the data, and I'm sure that, to Google, that Google take all the necessary steps to prevent un- unauthorized access to, to this data. But I'll ask you a simple question. Why is Apple not using Google services? Why they have their own email servers? Why bigger companies they have their own email service services and not just email services? file sharing and etc. They don't
0: let their employees use the alternative services, especially yeah, work-related so, stuff. So
2: there is a reason. There is a reason uh, to it. And uh, another example, and it's. Uh, um, because a lot of people will say, "Yeah, but you know, I'm not saying sending any, sending any proprietary information or or etc. etc. Cetera, et cetera, uh, on my email." But another example that to be to be honest, I, it, I wasn't aware of. I, I read a blog somewhere, an article, and it really opened my eyes on on, on why you should host your own email server uh, or or why you should. Uh, uh, you should host your own domain with email support uh, right now uh, almost everything digitally is uh, is associated with, with with your email your email is like your ID it's like your yeah. social security number for for the web so you 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 log into uh, a government uh, website you use your into PlayStation Network to play, purchase games. You you uh, open store. You open play, you open them with your email. Now, uh, what will happen if, for some reason, uh, that service, as you gave an example with Hotmail, stops working? Right. So, basically, yeah. you you're, you're left. You know, you, you were left out hanging because you don't have email anymore, right? I mean, for example, if, 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 if Hotmail.com says, you know, guys, we cannot ensure the existence of our email service, your, your email is literally, you know, oh. nidialko at Hotmail.com. What are you gonna do? <laughs> you know, you, and, and all your services are registered to that email. Now this is scenario two, uh, scenario one. Second scenario, because many people will say, "Yeah, but Gmail will not uh, go no, but down that's that really road."
1: Good, good, uh, good thing because I had I used like an email couple of years on my own domain. It was for several services. Then I stopped uh, doing anything with the domain or with the email. Actually, I even closed like the hosting of the of the website moved it eventually moved to another service but it wasn't in use the email it wasn't valid or anything like that but later on in a couple of years i had to log in to it became like really critical to log in one of those services where i, and I said like oh my god it's on that email what i had to do is go to my registrar point it to a server activate the email address. I got the confirmation email, uh, did my stuff, everything worked.
2: It, it doesn't have to exactly. be active
1: all the time. It, it's just own it. You own
2: it. If you Exactly. Have a domain. Exactly. Second, second scenario is what if you get hacked? What if someone hacks in your email, in your Gmail account? Uh, I've been trying to contact Gmail, for, uh, for an email that I've created, you know, a long time ago to recover it. It, it wasn't hacked. I just, uh, you know, forgot my, forgot my password. So I wanted to recover that email. It was a secondary email, nothing, you know, fancy. I, I didn't rely on it, but I just wanted to recover it. No reply. I've sent them hundreds of, you know, uh, dozens of messages uh, with a lot of explanation and prove that I'm the owner of this email no I mean literally Google support on free services is basically non-existent you either need to be a high profile celebrity you know to write on Twitter or 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 or, or somewhere on Instagram to get their attention or you need to uh, be at the mercy on uh, Google engineers on Google forums but uh You know, uh, usually if you want to restore or gain gain access to your account, you either need a court order, which could take years, right? Uh, Or you you need to remember your password. Now, what will happen if someone hacks your account, right? Let's say that uh, they try to fool the two-factor authentication. They uh, try to get your password. So they take over your email they change your password, they change everything. So you cannot log in. What you're gonna do, all your services are tied to that email. So it's basically you lose everything. You lose your government access, you lose all your subscription services, Netflix, everything. And that person will have access to all your other services because this is your recovery email. Even if you use different passwords on these services, the hacker can just say, oh, you know, I forgot my password, so send me the recovery link on my email. So what are you gonna do? You're gonna wait for Google, you're gonna issue a court order, what if you live in EU or you live in some other place, you're you, you not leaving the <laughs> States, or you don't, you, you don't have the time to wait several months to get access to your email, right? A lot of damage to your reputation could be done by, by hackers. Now, imagine the same scenario. Yeah,
1: yeah. Bank access now with online banking.
2: Absolutely. Same scenario with self-hosted. So you own your domain and someone hacks uh, your email account. So what do you do? You call the hosting company. You say, I'm the owner of this domain. These these are my, this is my credit card information. This is my, you know, invoices. So I, I have a proof of purchase, this is my real name, this is my ID card, I can come physically to your office and I can prove to you that I'm the owner of this domain, I'm the owner of this email service, please, re- please restore my account and they'll do it, right? And I never thought about this. You know, This was a you know, very specific use case for why you should host your email service because most of the people, they say, because of the data, because of the privacy, because you own your data, that's true, that's true. But for the regular people that, you know, they don't care much about where their data is hosted. I think this could be a deal breaker that, you know, if someone hacks your email, you, you're basically locked out. And if you self-hosted your email, you have all full I control can, and you can I can it. tell
0: people that are having a hard time Imagining the pain of uh, going through this is um, especially the audience that's closer to our age. Um, Can you remember a time where, for varying reasons, you had to change your phone number and all the Mm -hmm. hassle that implied, and trying to get in touch with all your other contacts and telling your contacts, This is my new number? And making sure that they always call you on the new number and not the old number and all the context you lost and all the uh, it's, 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 and that's just one small facet <laughs> of your life it's bigger today than it was back then but still the pain was real yeah. yes it was but how how expensive is to do all
1: of this
2: yeah so uh, just one one thought on 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 the files and, and owning your data. Why is it important? Uh, previously, you know, you had your office. You have your Word uh, 2001 edition. Mm-hmm. So if you don't update your uh, PC or laptop, if you just leave it there and then start it in 10 years time, hopefully it will boot uh, and hopefully it will work. Uh, Mm -hmm. And you will be able to access your documents because you will have installed version of Office 2001 (laughs) and it will work. Um, The newest version of Office could be 2030, right? But it doesn't matter because you have an installed version of Office 2001 and all your files are accessible. Now imagine the same scenario with uh, Google Docs. In 10 years time, you need to pray that Google Docs is available, that you have access to your account and that your files are uh, still there. So uh, this is the the drawback when when you go to software as a service solutions, or when you are dependent on the internet. So basically all all your files are hosted on the cloud, but also the client that is manipulating these files, like the word processing, the Excel program, the mail program, they're in the cloud as well. So you cannot expect to open your laptop and uh, see them working. They will work only if the server is still existing and it's still running, right? So um, that was the, one of the thoughts that made me uh, consider more and more exploring self-hosted. And to answer your question about the cost, right? Uh, you could you could start with something small. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not saying that you should self-host everything. You know, I started with uh, with my files. I wanted a Dropbox alternative, right? Simple. I didn't start with I want to do everything by myself. I say I just want to ensure that. I have a Dropbox alternative. So what I did is I looked at all the open source solutions and to my surprise, there are plenty of solutions that are as good as Dropbox. Really, I mean, I can give you examples oh. like uh, Own Cloud oh. is just the most popular, but <clears throat> I'm using uh, C file. It's a great software, very reliable. Uh, so there are a lot of alternatives to paid services and also to commercial services, and all these solutions are open source. So basically, I have I have several rules that I follow for my self-hosting uh, self-hosted experience. The first rule is software should be open source, right? Because you have full mm-hmm. control of full control of it. Uh, the second one, it should be able to run through Docker. Now Docker is a uh, basically a containerized software. So it's basically an image that uh, you can, uh, with several clicks, you can install on your on your server as a virtual machine. Um, so this is the second uh, requirement. This software needs to have a Docker container. Uh, and of course, the third uh, requirement is that uh, it should have Uh, an offline client, right? I mean, you should be able to uh, either install a client on your machine, on your Mac or your PC, or uh, you should be able to install a web server that is hosting that uh, web application. Uh, So these are my three requirements for for the self-hosted journey. And about the cost, so you can go to uh, Amazon, Uh, and you can uh, rent a virtual machine. Uh, Amazon is quite expensive. I personally use DigitalOcean, but there are plenty of other providers that for $20 a month, you could uh, have a decent decent virtual machine and you can put self-hosted software on it. I personally uh, have a, a NAS server. This is a network Attached server, uh, I'm using uh, CUNA, so it's uh, it has uh, four bays. It, it could uh, It could have uh, four hard drives in it, uh, up to twelve uh, terabytes each. Uh, it has a four four core CPU Intel CPU. Uh, it has a sixteen gigabytes of RAM. It is very compact. Uh, I mean, it, it looks like a toaster and I joke <laughs> with my wife that uh, this is our self-hosted toaster. So uh, it's, uh, it's very uh, uh, silent uh, and it doesn't take a lot of uh, power because it's optimized for, for, for a server. It, it's not, it's optimized for, for hosting files. It's not like you're mining Bitcoins or, or you're doing some heavy computational stuff so it's quite uh, so it's quite silent and uh, these um, these hardware devices they call they start from two hundred dollars or euro and they go up to 500, 600 uh, euros uh, and and some people might say price. some well, people say six hundred that's a lot I'm not paying it but but if you calculate how much you're paying for Dropbox for one terabyte of data Everywhere. per month, yeah, you will, you will see that uh, actually this investment pays after the first or the second year. So uh, you could start with 20 bucks uh, on, on DigitalOcean, for example, and you can start hosting your, uh, your services there, or you can buy a NAS server And uh, you can start with one hard drive and then you can add another and another and another. Uh, And And then buy a second house. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, then then you, exactly. So um, at the moment, uh, what I have is I have, Uh, my NAS running at my home and then I have a very old NAS like uh, seven years old device which is really old and uh, very slow it's like five megahertz uh, processor with uh, 256 uh, uh, megabytes of ram uh, which is (laughs) running (laughs) which is which is running uh, in another location uh, and I'm using it as, as a backup storage. So my does it make uh,
0: modem sounds when it connects? Please tell me it does. No,
2: me no, it does. no, no, ah. <laughs> yeah. no, it, 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 old it's Old school music. It, it's not so old school, uh, but I'm using it as 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 a backup uh, as a backup device. So basically, uh, you could build your setup, and you can add more stuff. And that's why I started the, uh, the discussion. It is a journey. Self-hosted is a journey. So, and my advice to everyone is don't think about every, every aspect of it. Just start small, right? The easiest thing to host is a calendar and a contact server. Just, just start with that. I remember when I, uh, so I, I first started with, with the file server. So I, I, right now I've, uh, I've, I'm not using Google Drive. I've transferred all my Google Drive data to, to my own self-hosted uh, solution. Uh, I'm not using Dropbox. Uh, I'm not using box.com. I've transferred all my data to my uh, self-hosted solution. And then I said, it's really liberating. What else, I can, what else I can self-host? And the answer was very easy. I looked at the services that I'm using and I, And I started thinking which ones I can transfer to my server and and, and the second service was uh, calendar and contacts. So I've created, uh, uh, again, it took me a day just to install that Docker image and configure it. And I had uh, a contact and calendar server. So I've migrated all my contacts, all my calendar events on that server and to tell you the truth, I was very nervous. You know, I had feeling like something happens. I mean, all my contacts, all my other events. You know, should I do it? Maybe I should stick with Google. You know, Google always works. Always synchronize everything. They do backups. They do, they, they. care about about that stuff. Yeah. So you so, were
1: nervous about transferring uh, all your... Uh, so your I was
2: like, for your, your, the, yeah, the, yeah. The and, and so I was very nervous. But I say, let's try it. First week, I felt the, uh, you know, I felt the uh, an anxiety, you know, it, it's, it's really was like, I'm trusting, I'm trusting all my precious contacts and this is your own phone book. You know, it's, it's, it's on your server. But then, you know, uh, as the time goes, you get more relaxed because first, if my server dies, I have all my contacts on my phone, right? Because my phone <laughs> um, has a, a copy of all my contacts and calendar events. So if something happens to my server, my phone has a backup. If something happens to my server and my phone, backup on my PC. And on top of this uh, is
1: Oh,
0: I'm working.
2: Just don't know what's happening, guys. I think it's a conspiracy.
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a conspiracy from big data. Yes, it is. It was like a, we got burned by you guys from Romania and Bulgaria before we ain't taking any chances. You gotta you gotta win your battles before they even begin.
1: It's <laughs> frozen again.
0: No, 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 he's here.
2: Could you hear me?
1: Uh,
0: could you hear his rant? What
2: I can I, I can hear you, yeah. So what what did you uh, what did you get?
0: Okay, so we got until the point where, um, on, you top said, <laughs> <laughs> on top of that,
1: on
0: top of that, so uh, the first week, that it yeah, went no. good, and then he said it doesn't matter because I have backups of my contacts on my phone, and I have also backups on my computer, and you're gone again. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> No, actually, this is kind of fun. I, I, me from just one year ago would have gotten actually mad and pissed off, but now, but now I just enjoy anything that comes at me. I swear to God, this is actually fun. <laughs> I'm not mad. Sorry, anymore. guys. i getting mad uh, about a bad night, no, don't no, worry no, about no. it. Get me getting ma- mad because of hassles caused by a bad internet connection is like me getting mad because it rains and my hair got. Got messy because of the rain. I can't control the weather. No, no more than I can control uh, internet connectivity. Okay. Same thing as today with the G suit.
1: So we'll take a short pause. I'll ask you the question uh, about like how was like the first week when you moved all your uh,
0: when you contacts. started self hosting? Yeah,
1: yeah, all so your contacts and everything. And then we'll take it from there. And then we'll we'll wrap it up. Okay.
0: Okay. Uh, what services at the moment
1: there it is you're done you're getting banned
0: (laughs) (laughs) quick who owns uh, uh, this is not skype it's the other one Uh, zoom Zoom. who owns zoom
1: Uh, you don't want
2: when I keep
1: it in the show because it shows if i had the self hosted <laughs> video conferencing solution it would have worked <laughs> flawlessly yes. yeah oh
2: yeah you know the funny thing is that i have full access to my server now if even if my internet connection is slow i have full access to my server because it's local <laughs> so.
0: yeah and people can still send you data like uh, pings, emails, and stuff like that because that's optimized. It's not like a video call, which takes up some There time. is an
2: open source solution, by the way, for video. It's called uh, Jitsi. Uh, I use it as an alternative to Google Meet. Uh, it's an open source. Uh, it's uh, pretty cool. Uh,
1: exactly. Uh, But Ned, um, we're we're going to run like a contest and ask people uh, if they want to find out like what's your solution, how you build them, what what software they could use, what are the steps.
0: And regardless if they answer or not, we're going to do it because (laughs) I have no faith in social media, as I pointed this out before.
1: So uh, yeah, but... (laughs)
0: <laughs> Would you want to hear about what we have to say? Good, now let's shut up and listen. <laughs>
1: so, as my co Bogdan said, it doesn't matter if you want more or not, you're gonna get it. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna get it. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. and as we're keeping them raw, I'm keeping all the discussion because it proves. <laughs> if it was like a self-hosted solution, <laughs> it would have been
0: better probably. Oh, yes. Yes. If we had done it self-hosted, it would have been better. I actually wanted to to to, to encourage people to start off small. If you, it's like...
1: As you, Ned you, said, start off you small. You
0: can start... Yeah, but you, you can... You unbelievably small because listening to this, you can either disregard it says, I don't care about my data. Just take it as an interesting talking point around the water cooler. Or you could say, you know what? Something about that conversation you know stirred something in me. I will, I'm gonna buy a couple of uh, hard drives and start backing up my data. So even if I'm gonna continue use this, uh, these uh, third party uh, services, at least I'll have local backups that are mine whatever yeah. happens at least i have those and uh ssd 1 terabyte hard disks aren't that expensive you can get them on amazon your local hardware store and places like that or you can try the first solution you know start small port uh, self host maybe email and uh yeah go that route
2: <laughs> I, can, <laughs> yeah. I can give you a quick tip uh, and really, my okay. advice as well is, guys, start small. If you don't it, it's started. a journey, right? Yeah, it's it's a yeah. DIY project. And uh, just go to a web hosting company. My advice is to go to a company that you, you, you know locally. So you could go to their office locally. Because with the scenario where you need to recover your account, it's, it's, it's easier when you go to their office and you present your id you card their doors and then can they can verify exactly exactly so find a local uh, hosting company buy a domain name find some domain name that you want to host your partner. for example uh, you know myself hosted attorney.com or whatever you like, and just uh pay for an email server. Many companies they offer an email server for less than uh two dollars or two euro per per month, right? So some some hosting companies when when you buy a website so when you buy a web server space they offer you an email service for free, right? So you yes. get, for, for like uh, 30 euro per year, you could buy a, a web server, um, a hosting account for like uh, 20 euro more per year or 30 euro, depending on the domain name, uh, you could buy a domain name. So for 60 euro per year, you have a domain and hosting account which includes an email server. And uh, these hosting accounts, they have a very uh, simple uh, admin panels. So you just go in there, you, um, you create your email. You don't have to configure, you don't have to play with servers, you don't have to play uh, backing up your data because this is something that the hosting company will do for you. And, and this is the first step. Uh, you, so. you, you have your own domain. You have your own email account. You could even create email accounts to your family. friends. You will still pay the same price because you for the hosting you pay for the space. Uh, you don't pay per account, right? Mm. Uh, so it, it's a simple step. If you guys are interested, maybe in another episode. Well, you know, I can share another simple steps where you can go and, and expand your self-hosted uh, experience in Germany.
0: Yeah. Any, yeah. Any, any, And as
1: Bogdan said, we're going to do it. Yeah. We're going to do the next steps. like the It's simple, not, steps.
0: non-negotiable. It's happening.
1: Especially since the gods of the internet are against us.
0: Yeah. M- makes me want to do it even more now.
1: <laughs> yes. Thank you so much, Ned, for coming on the show. It's been a true pleasure having you. Thank you so much.
2: Thank you, guys. Same here.
0: That was today's episode. Tune in daily. Rate, like, subscribe, and share, please. Oh, you can find further info and materials in the show notes on techyleadership.com, including links to the guest book recommendations.